All right, mate. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Finally. Finally. I mean, it's only been, you know, half a week. True, but the wait, the wait itself has been years. Oh, seven years, yeah. Seven long. Although me and you years. did have to wait for like what seven or eight years for Borderlands Three, so we did. And also, I only played the Last of Us. Oh, <coughs> we only played the Last of Us One. Oh, that's I only true. Played yeah, you played one, it like twenty eighteen or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you didn't play it in twenty thirteen. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever TGO special. Uh, this is a show where me and Jay talk about video games. And why they're awesome. This is a special show. Or not awesome. (laughs) This is a special show for two reasons. Firstly, I've called it a special because it is a special episode. And we will only do these for extraordinary circumstances. I've just realized, Jay, that maybe we should have done one for your Final Fantasy VII remake review. Yeah, I thought that too. But there we go. You should have said. No, I mean, I didn't think at the time. I actually thought it maybe about, I don't know, I probably thought a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, fair. When, me you, too. when you mentioned to me we should probably do a special for this, I was like, I probably should have done one for that, but I didn't say it then. Well, we know now, and yeah, we'll we do one now. for Learning. Cyberpunk, etc. So, yeah, so, yeah. whatever's going all the big ones, all the big heavy hitters over the next year or so. Exactly, and the ones that mean a lot to us. And yeah. this is special for number two. Reason number two is because I have completed, finished, I should say, yeah. finished. The Last of Us Part Two. So it took you how long? Twenty-two hours. It took me. Okay, before we get into any details, Jay, I would like to just do <laughs> a spoiler-free oh, ten-minute wow. part, if that's okay, yes, Jay, please. with you. For the audience at home, this is. I guess you'll label it as a review. This is a discussion between me and Jay about yeah, the game after I finished like it, right? Sure. I mean, Jay hasn't finished it. He knows the story. He's seen people play it. He hasn't I know, played it himself. I know what happens at the beginning, the middle, and the end of each one, basically. Just not the in-betweens of those. Sure. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is I'm going to give a spoiler-free 10-minute section, and then we will let you know when we're going into spoilers. And Jay, I'm, as you know, and as the audience knows i'm pretty pathetic when it comes to spoilers so this will likely be one of the most broadest spoiler free thoughts of the last of us part two as soon as that's done jay feel free to ask me anything you want okay but if it's okay with you i'd rather not give the length so this is i'll explain why my stance as it is jay if that's okay with you for two minutes So my stance on spoilers is like this because if I know the length of a game, in my mind, I'm I'm thinking, oh, okay, so I'm like 10 hours in, so I've got five hours left. And to me, that's a spoiler because... that's true, actually. I'm like that. I'm massively like that. I was like, that was AC Odyssey, actually. I didn't want to know. Did not want to know. Exactly. And when you've asked me before, do you want to know how many chapters are in? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Don't tell me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I I like to know when I'm like halfway through, but maybe not at the beginning. At the beginning, I feel I need to like know how to play the game before I know. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah, that's kind of how I. You want to be comfortable with the game before you know. Yeah, exactly. And then another example would be 
Nick, why don't you check the trophy list? Well, I won't check the trophy list because one, there may be oh yeah trophies is. on it yeah. that it almost always is to be honest. Yeah, that might allude to certain gameplay mechanics, might allude to certain story paces. Oh, it's got ten story achievements. So if I've got five, that must mean I'm halfway through the game. All these things add up in my head. And that's why I don't watch trailers. That's why I don't read anything on the internet because it all contributes. And some people might say it doesn't, but to me, it definitely, definitely does. Mm -hmm. Every single small detail, uh, who you play as, when you play as, who's in the story, what bit was this taken from? I'll give my my prime example, Jay, of the game. Mm -hmm. A E3 trailer, okay, Yes. from two years ago, you know is in the game right yeah and if you get to a certain point in the game and you haven't seen it you know there's more to come does that make sense yes and i was happy to watch that e3 trailer because it was probably like the first trailer we got of the last of us part two you kind of have I... to see the first one you have to see at least you do, you know, the you do. Have, you kind of have to see you're right and it was an awesome e3 trailer but even then i was playing through the game and thinking oh, i haven't seen this yet so there must be more can you can you believe that? So yeah. that's just given a, a, a you know a brief Although overview. A lot of trailers nowadays tend to even put scenes that aren't in the game at all, and that's great. I've had that happen a lot. Like I've been playing and be like, well, that bit didn't come up at, like at all. I was like, well, I was expecting this the whole time, and it never it never popped up. So why? And they usually yeah. do that to hide spoilers, right? I, I, think. I mean, they, I think it's a mixture to do with hiding spoilers and also maybe trying to create more hype. Mm. Like maybe they want to show you something that you. Are expecting to see because you know you like how it looks, but then because you never end up seeing, you've already bought the game, so they have your money already. True. Yeah, True. I mean it's all marketing, really. You know, end of the day. True. Whether it's so, hype or money, just depends. Spoiler-free review. This or not review. Spoiler-free thoughts. This is not going to contain any details of the game. Yeah, story or anything. Story. Yeah. This is going to be a broad overview. And I'm also not going to include my true, true thoughts of the game because I don't want to impede on your expectations as the listener. And I think you should go play this game. So first, firstly and foremost, Jay, this... um, You're going to have trouble with this. I know you are. (sighs) I, I feel like you can't talk about this game without spoiling it. This is true. Okay. All right. Fine. It's so difficult. You're right, Jay. Spoiler free. Go play this game. Yeah. Go play this game. Okay. That's the spoiler free. <laughs> spoiler free. Go play this game. That's all I'm going to say. I don't care if you haven't played The Last of Us 1. Maybe you should. Yeah, I probably should. I don't care if you're a casual gamer. I don't care if you don't like video games. Go play this game. Okay. Spoiler free is out. Spoilers from now. Please exit the conversation. Shut down the podcast. 2319 alert. You are not going beyond this point until you have finished The Last of Us Part 2. Get out while you can. Yeah, no point. Point of no return. Jay, oh, this no. is going to sound hyperbolic. Okay, remind me what that means. 
I think that means it's it. going to sound like I'm being over exaggerate over exaggerative for attention. Okay. Uh relating to hyper hyperbola. Uh deliberately oh. ex- deliberately exaggerated. There we go. <clears throat> deliberately exaggerating. Yes. Easier than what I said. Yes. Jay, you've been waiting a long time. I won't be around the bush anymore. Well This is my favourite game of all time. Okay. Yeah, you do sound hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, hyperbole is that another part of it? But yeah, you do sound extremely hyperbolic. Well, I, I need. I feel like you need to go. Obviously, need to go into more detail. Because I've I, got some notes for you. I don't know if I believe in what you just said, and I don't think I, you believe in it either. So I know what you're saying. Yes, but I, I know that I've I, had this feeling before. I think because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like I can't. I don't think I can actually give you. An example of what my favorite game of all time is because it's uh, having looked back on it the memory has changed so much sure and i think things at the time i feel like you could probably justify this maybe being because i know i probably i mean this you know to each their own but i feel like i could probably i could probably me personally would probably say that i've got a favorite game maybe of each generation or each year and i, I guess if i i'd have to think about it a lot longer than than a, a week or so to say it's probably my favorite, I think. But yeah, again, you know, to each their own. I'll let you go on and talk about why. I want to no, no. hear the why. You bring up some good points, Jay, and yeah. I understand and relate to all I of them. I think if we if we had this conversation a year from now, you wouldn't you wouldn't have said that. Sure. And not because a better game came along, but because you maybe had had thought about it longer. And I'm not sure. I'm not trying to say this to like gaslight or anything, or to change your view in any way. I'm 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 somewhat being devil's advocate of being I'm I'm maybe may, trying to at least be more realistic than what may or may not you know be perceived now I don't know it, correct and there is no I am not saying it is the best game of all time I the Sith deal in absolutes okay <laughs> I am not saying that my opinion won't change yeah I'm saying I believe, I believe you believe that. I I am saying brackets at the brackets. time of speaking at the time of recording. This is my favorite game of all time. Okay. Yes, I've only just finished it. Yes, yes, I have a many weeks to think about this game. <laughs> I, honestly, I want to kind of want to have this conversation with you like again in like a month. Yeah, and you're absolutely right, Jay, because there is so much value in time and reflection on these things. Oh, God, tell me about it, Jesus Christ! You almost you almost don't want to, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You almost don't want to read reviews until a month after, just so people can actually have a more, a more subjective, objective view on things, right? Like when you remove the hype element, how much is really true? And I think I I can see that more than you this this particular time because I'm outside of it. You're inside of it. I'm outside of it. Correct. Being on the outside, I can see maybe a bit more than what you can see right now. But eventually, you'll you'll be on the outside of it, and you will. But what you know, you'll see a bit more than what you've seen now. I think that's. I'm not saying this to be mean or. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's like a, you know, realistic thing. And I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm letting you know (laughs) that my opinion will not change. Okay. And I am acknowledging the hype. However, I didn't watch that many trailers. I didn't watched that much gameplay or behind the scenes. I didn't know the spoilers of the story. The yeah. only hype I had was excitement for the game 
raised from that one E3 trailer and the first game. Yeah, I know it sounds hyperbole, hyper, hyperbole, hyperbolic. I can never know. Yeah, I never know how to say that other one. Hyperbolic. I know it sounds like I'm looking like, and don't get me wrong, Jay. I've seen a million YouTube videos with thumbnails of this game's a masterpiece. This not of not of this game in particular, of other games. This is my favorite game of all time. This game rules. And for me, Jay, after finishing this experience. There is no other conclusion I can come to in my brain other than this is literally one of the best things I've ever played, saw, listened to. And it goes, this is generic, but it is so much more than a game. Sure. Yeah, no, I actually kind of want to talk about that a bit, how it is more than a game. A lot of people were saying that it probably should have been a movie or a TV show. So Jay, do you mind if I just give like some some thoughts on the game itself, like yeah. some real quick dashes of detail? This is not me trying to sound smart by breaking down elements of the game as as people do. This is just me saying my observations of maybe why this is the way I feel. Uh-huh. So firstly, um, the game made me feel more than any game I've ever played. Uh-huh. In the first 10 minutes, I felt a full range of emotions that I haven't experienced since the first game. Uh-huh. And by the end, I had cried multiple times. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. And, I, I'm um, trying to think if I've ever had that from a game. I know I have, but I can't remember. Actually, I guess Borderlands even, <laughs> weirdly. Well, it all comes in different shapes and sizes, yeah, does, whatever, yeah, you know, whatever resonates, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I say this with all... Honesty, I do not cry often. Yeah, you don't. It's, yeah, you've said that before. I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I'll cry about anything. I'll cry <laughs> at a 30-second advert on TV. Wait, uh, again, I get that. Um, yeah, this game is very, very special, and it's difficult. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. The small details, as you can expect from a Naughty Dog game, are astounding. Yeah, that I can agree with. The experience is seamless the pacing is perfect and it feels like you're playing through a story more than a video game yeah uh, yeah from what i've seen the world is beautiful the character models while sometimes you can almost definitely tell they're in a game Mm. at other times look photorealistic and the environments look better the environments take the the icing of the cake as it were in terms of yeah, the, the environments yeah the environments are what impressed me the most about but me it's too, all beautiful. i was kind of amazed at how, how good this looked sometimes like there were yeah. bits where some of the characters would be up against like a a texture of maybe like a bit of machinery or a wall and i was like wow that's actually like pretty impressive yeah yeah the collectibles are detailed, relatable, mm. and an essence of the game. The crafting systems and the generic gameplay loops systems are so intertwined with the story that you almost never notice them. Mm. It's like, I have to survive, so I've got to craft this gun, ammo, or craft an arrow, and I need to craft an arrow to get to the next story beat. Because Ellie needs to do this. Mm. 
I need to do this. I am Ellie and I need to do this. Okay. There is an open world section of the game early on and it worked for me, surprisingly. There are multiple avenues to the same location in many, many scenarios as well. Small avenues. And the exploration element is well done because it is rewarded. However, I would say that looping back and going through houses at a time without really knowing which bits you've checked because you're in the middle of a combat scenario can sometimes detract from the main story beats. Yeah, I, I thought you might say that. That sounds like something I know that you would definitely pick up on because I'd, I'd feel poised feel the same way about that. Yeah. Yeah, because there isn't really any way of knowing, is there? Not really. Unless you, exactly. unless you remember. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The gameplay design is masterful mm-hmm. it always tells you where to go without telling you where to go and it's so impressive okay. i always was going the right way even when i didn't mean to sure. it is unbelievable so the level design sort of lent itself to knowing which way to go like it, like it flowed well the ebb and flow of it right at, at, the, at all times i never lost my way okay and sometimes I would think, oh, maybe I am stuck. And then be like, oh, no, of course I'm not. Like, it's this way. And then I'm gone. And it always feels like I'm exploring it, but actually I'm going the right way. Because okay. it's that subliminal. Sure. I'm nearly done. So Aren't thank you, you for patience, Jay. And last kind of observation, I guess. Well, the penultimate. The sound design is incredible. The feet patter in this game, Jay, is it unreal. The what? Sorry? The- the feet patter, as in the pattering of feet oh, on okay. the ground. So the sound design is good. Yeah, yeah, the guns sound incredible. Yeah. And last, but absolutely not least, the story and the characters is... They're the best I've ever played. There's okay. no other way to, There's no other way to put it. Okay. It Within the first five minutes, I just breathed a sigh of relief because I knew that I had missed Naughty Dog storytelling so much and I knew that it was at the perfect perfect pace within 10 minutes. Okay. And I just just knew. I just knew that I was going to love every second of this game. And I did. Okay. So ultimately, Jay, you know, let's get me down from my high ego horse here. I love the game. I loved every second of it. There's nothing. There are issues with it, as I see. I kind of want to want you to talk about what you find wrong about it before I before I say anything. Okay. Because then you know we'll, we'll we'll have had everything from you, and you can you know we'll we'll talk about it some more. Everything I find wrong. So you find that they've got to think about what's wrong with it? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, wrong. Because I guess that is subjective, isn't it? Okay, okay. It was very slightly easier than expected compared to the first game. The first game, I had to go on the easiest difficulty, like, hands down. Okay. But... This game, I put it on second to easiest, and I was 
blazing through it. So what? Put normal? it on me. So I pushed it. No, no, no. There's one below normal. There's like five difficulty uh, seconds okay. or six. Sure. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five. So I pushed it to medium, and even then, I was doing okay. Okay. So that's expect that's unexpected considering why, it's a lot. Why wouldn't you have played it on very easy? Part of the Last of Us experience is not breezing through it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. So sorry to be so egotistical, Jay, but sure. what are your questions? Shall we perhaps sure. do you want maybe I should give you my thoughts on this the huge spoilers, Jay. Should we go from there? Yes, please. Okay, cool. So, my brother will know this. I predicted Joel was going to die in the first hour. It's weird because I I actually read all the spoilers when they came out because again so, I wasn't I wasn't bothered about you know knowing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I knew. I mean, they're all true. All the spoilers, <laughs> like literally every spoiler that came out came true. So the the spoilers that came out, Jay. I did some research on this. Yeah. The spoiler leak. So if I'm correct, Jay, the leak said that Joel died. That yes. you play as another character halfway through the game, uh-huh. and that she was the one who killed Joel. There was pictures, yeah. Jay, I honestly can't tell you how much of a heartbreak that would be if I read that. Yeah, Im- imagine being the director of this of this game and knowing that, you know, like Druckman must have really, buddy, like really been pissed off, knowing because... there's people out there who know exactly Mate. how this thing ends or you know the big the big plot points of the game i rewatched the trailers and you could absolutely tell that they were hiding abby and not only that were oh, they hiding yeah. joel's death they were also oh, i don't know how much you know of this but they actually they used old models from last of us one and just put over the new models over the characters so they actually used parts of the first game in the trailer and then repurposed them to be fake scenes in the second game to make it look like Joel was in it longer than he was. So there is a prologue where you see the events of Last of Us 1 summarised yeah. and it has the new models in it, so that could be that. Um, Potentially, yeah. And also, Potentially. I know there is a Joel scene which isn't in the game okay. because he's not there because he's dead. Sure. In the trailer. Yeah. It's the bit at the end where he's like, "You think I'd do this? So you think I'd let you yeah, do this yeah. alone, or whatever?" Yeah, yeah. He's not there. Um, someone else says that, but the only other scenes were in there were flashbacks, which yeah. were in the game. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you call that cheating. I don't know, but well, I mean, I mean, you know, if you want to try to hide something that big, you'd go to that length, wouldn't you? Hundred percent. And I think they did the right thing that, in hiding they've done it. That in Marvel movie trailers, like characters who may or may not have died they've made them look like they were a larger part of the film than they actually were they do it in every sure. trailer it's, it's in every trailer sure yeah yeah and i wasn't shocked that joel died i i completely predicted that i kind of want to ask you about yeah. your thoughts on the leading up to him dying because there's one problem i have with the lead up to it okay go on so in in the first game, Joel is an extremely cautious person. Would would you agree or would you disagree? Agree. Okay. Would you say that Joel is willing to not help someone who is in danger in front of him to save both his and Ellie's life, knowing that it may be a trap? 
But he's not with Ellie. Well, I mean, in the first game. But yes, correct. Yeah. Because this, this, I'm pretty sure this happened in the first one where Joel is can recognize a trap, you know, before it happens. He'll he'll know to get out of the danger before before there's any chance of it even going to that length. And I think what a lot of people are having a problem with at the minute is Joel gave up who he was too easy to people who he didn't know too quickly. And that's how he got himself killed. So I have to say, Jay, when I checked out the reviews for this game, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, I could tell you were shocked because it's come from the outside of the box. Oh my god. I for sure thought that you know, this is a total Last Jedi. Every critic is given it 10 it out is. of 10. It's a Last and Jedi. And every player is like, hey, I am utterly shocked that people do not like this game. Shocked. To my core. Yeah. So, and I assume your point of view is coming from these people who have a problem with the story. Yeah, I just want to know, like, if you had an issue with Joel all of a sudden being a lot less cautious than he used to be. So, it's a good point. Because you think Joel's the kind of person who, you know, given previous instances, who wouldn't give up who he was. Because he knew he was in danger and someone was after him. He just didn't know who. But him being so trusting all of a sudden seemed a bit odd. So, let me give you the context, Joe, if that's okay. Sure. Firstly, firstly, they're literally all running away from a horde of infected when they meet. Yes, I know this, yes. Secondly... Joel's been part of Jackson now for four years, and I expect his def- defense, if you will, has has lowered. Yeah, right. Okay. Especially That's since good, the degradation of his like of his relationship with it, Ellie. Hundred percent. Thirdly, oh, that's really true. Actually, that's a good point. Thirdly, I had at any point in the story, I had no problem with anything that happened in terms of character motivations. Or... Okay. Yeah, that's actually you've actually yeah. answered like ten questions there by saying that. So yeah, like my overall question was, did you have a problem with anyone's motivation at any point? I did not. Right. Okay. That's I did not. I'm curious about that. Do you want to? I'm trying to. I'm trying to like think why you wouldn't have a problem with anyone's motivations. Is it because you? Is it because ultimately you can't change it? It's already set in stone. Is that why you don't? Because I guess you, you could compare this to like the ending of Game of Thrones, right? Or again, Last Jedi, in the sense that. The motivations of the characters tend to sway the global opinion of a piece of entertainment. Sure. Because the motivations of the characters at the end of Game of Thrones and all the characters in st- all across the entirety of the new Star Wars films, I'd say that the, you know, the writing of how they were motivated to continue their, their journey is what people had a problem with. Because they, they, they were hoping for a better ending. You know, that, that's the kind of thing that most people have an issue with. But you, I guess you can't really write the perfect ending until you have written it. I'm glad you brought this up, Jay. Yeah. I want to make something very clear. Please do. People are taking too much ownership of Ooh. things they love. Oh, I like this. It's good. I love Joel and Ellie. I think they're probably my favorite characters in any video game. Okay. I do not have the right to decide what should happen to Joel. Now, what? Of course, everyone has their opinion of what should happen and what they would like to happen. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, <sighs> as someone who played The Last of Us 1 mm-hmm. and someone who saw the reaction of the ending and how mixed it was, they at no point, Naughty Dog, 
are never going to bow down to what you think should happen. The last of a cruel, cruel world. I don't think people are expecting them to change the game at any point because they can't. No, 100%. But The Last of Us is a cruel, cruel world. And Joel had wronged hundreds, if not thousands of people. So you're saying the the Reaper came, you know, when he should have done. Is that what you're, like, there is he, an abs- there is an ab- it, is that what you're saying? N- definitely not. But there is oh, an okay. absolute point of view in the game that he has... he The karma has caught up to him. Yeah, okay. And... I think from playing the game, Karma caught up and we didn't care. We wanted to kill everyone. Yeah, who... we still want to be on the, the the tirade of just killing everyone as long as Joel got his way. What no as long We wanted to kill everyone because we don't care exact we don't care if Joel did a bad thing and and, and suffered for it. Yeah, that's what they I mean. still deserve to die. Yeah. Okay. And also I would like to say, Jay, that it drives the entire motivation of the whole game. You yeah. should be angry about it. That's the point of the game. Okay, okay. You're supposed to. You're not supposed to be angry, Jay. You're supposed to feel utter rage. Something, yeah. <laughs> which okay. Ellie does, and is which yeah, is what you do. She begs. Yeah. She begs Abby to stop. She mm. begs her, yeah, and no, Abby yeah, still yeah. kills him. <laughs> It is, and there is, I totally get the point of view of that's not how Joel should have gone. That should have been pretty and tied up with a nice little bow like Steven Spielberg. Maybe in a Steven Spielberg film, but not in The Last of Us. Could Would you say that people are unhappy with that he went out rather than being smart about his decisions, being dumb about his decisions? I don't really see... I, I I've got to be honest, Jay. At no point in the game did, was I questioning Joel's motivations. He he did show signs of humanity in the past. The whole reason for him delivering Ellie in the first game was because he made a promise to Tess, who he shared a relationship with, mm-hmm. and that showed his humanity. Further showing his humanity is the de- the relationship he develops with Ellie. I never had a problem with the idea that Joel wasn't going to kill everyone on site, especially when he's being chased by infected, especially when he had no other option other than to go with Abby to their fort or whatever, to their yeah. little base of operations. And I think in a way, he knew that something was coming because of what yeah, he, did. he did. But w- would you say that he probably shouldn't have given his name up? That he should have made up a different name. That's a good point. I was a bit surprised when Tommy and Joel said their names. Yeah, because they knew they were being hunted. Did they? they? Said, yeah, they they knew that someone was coming after them. They just didn't know that who who exactly it was. I don't know if they did know who was coming after them, if anyone. From what I've seen, it, it, they knew. But Joel I could be knew wrong about that. Joel knew he done wrong, but yeah. I'm not sure that he knew that anyone was after him for sure. Okay. I might have to go back and have a look at that then, because my my opinion is based on the fact that Joel knew that someone, Joel and Tommy knew someone were coming after them. They just didn't know uh, who exactly it was. They didn't know they were named Abby, and they didn't know they were, you know, all these other people. No, because I think Joel's interpretation was basically, I've taken out the Firefly leadership. There's no way anyone is going to be able to formulate an attack against me, especially when I'm at Jackson. Okay, and. Also, I actually thought it was a bit reckless that 
he said Joel, and they all thought it was the same Joel. Like, could it be another Joel? But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, you but, know, yeah, that's very true. I think they took that gamble. They took the gamble. Abby, Abby took the gamble because the thing is, it's a, it's a win-win. If it is him, they've won. If it isn't him, well, it's someone else out of the way. True, right? I guess it's a win-win. So in reality, it was more to do with Abby doing what needs to be done rather than anything else, I guess. And also. His death definitely, as you said, Jay, represents the harshness of the world where if you do show your humanity humanity at any point, you may die. Which is what he did. His, his humanity was trusting these people. Correct. Or at least trusting them enough to give up his own name and Tommy's name. Correct. Or Tommy giving up Tommy's name, I guess. Which is, Correct. I guess... Yeah, I'm still having a little bit of trouble with that. but So I see. So I people know. playing this game have had a problem because they think in their heads, oh, Joel, you could have just said someone else's name and we could have... Yeah, that's the main thing. He could have avoided being killed then. See, for me, Jay, these excuses are just examples of how much people love this character. Yeah, exactly. I think, if anything, it's probably a justified argument saying that because of how much they care rather than yeah. how much they don't care. 100%. They'd rather he'd have gone out not being as uh, reckless, like you say. Rather, he'd been a bit smarter about it. And maybe... Cause I think Joel was probably worried at the time. He probably wasn't thinking because he knew something was going to go down anyway because they locked the door behind them. Yeah. Whether that be due to locking the door out of fear of the... Infected. Infected, or just out of fear that Abby already thinks they know who he is. Because I don't think Joel knew whether Abby had seen Joel's face and knew who he was. There's no way we. I don't think we ever get told that. We just no, it's inferred no. whether they do or don't know. Yeah. So no, we don't even see Abby. We don't. I'm pretty sure we don't even see. Yeah, Abby take a. She doesn't know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think she the fact that we may or may not know whether she does or does not know who he actually is. I think that's why people are getting annoyed. Is is it could have it could have just gone down differently. I think that's that's the main thing. And I think that's what people have a problem with with any media. You know, exactly Last right. Jedi, Game of Thrones. If anything was different, it would have been. You know, it probably would have been an equal amount of uproar, uh, uproar just in a different way. Hundred percent. And yeah. I, I applaud I Naughty Dog. Uh, go on. I applaud Naughty Dog for being as bold as I thought they would in killing Joel at the start of the game. It would be like killing Luke Skywalker at the start of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's, it's, I think it's that's unbe- why it's, it's unbelievable. Thing is, though, is it... I think people are having a problem with should he have done it versus is he doing it just to do it? Does that make sense? Oh, because he can. Yeah, no, because I... he can, not because he yeah. needs to. I think that's the, I... people, the problem a lot of people are having. If I may elaborate, Jay. Please do. And maybe this will clear up some of the ridiculous internet conspiracies which by the way half these people haven't completed the game but we'll move on yeah as far as i can tell Uh he dies then because you want to feel rage you then understand later in the story that ellie feels so much rage because the night before they're having a dance at jackson and she dances with dina dina kisses her certainly does and the old man then and calls her a dyke. And yeah. then Joel, like the father he is, steps in. Eddie then shouts at him and is like, I don't need your help. I can fucking handle it. Yeah. And then 
we think, oh my God, that's how she left her relationship with Joel. Mm -hmm. That is her last words to Joel. That is what's driving this anger. And then right before the end, when we're about to suffocate, no, drown Abby in the sea, Mm -hmm. we see a screenshot, a subliminal image, if you will, of Joel at a porch with yeah, a guitar. The guitar yeah. And she stops. She stops Shangling Abbey. Yeah, that that was the next thing I was going to ask you about is what did you think of that last scene? I'm going to be honest with you, Jay. It's actually it's it's difficult to talk about it without getting emotional. Okay. Um but when you see the subliminal image, I was just completely overwhelmed. Yeah. And yeah. She stops, and we know that it's over. Yeah. And she goes back to her house with Dina. Well, no, Dina's not there, is she? She's not there she anymore. No, and has taken the baby. I forgot the baby's name. Oh, JJ. JJ, there we go. Yeah. Because Which I, I mean, it's got to be either name. Joel, Jesse, or Jesse, Joel, right? Yeah, but anyway. That, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so we get to the house and no one's there. As you say, Jay, she walks upstairs. Her room's intact almost. So her guitar's there and she yeah. tries to play the chords of the song she can without those fingers. <laughs> she, two of her fingers got bent off by Abby in the last fight. Yeah. And she plays the song, which Joel teaches you in the very, one of the very first cutscenes of the game, the yeah. opening scene. One might Good say call back. Good call back. And that song summarizes the entire journey. Mm-hmm. If I ever were to lose you, I'd rather lose myself. Yeah. And Ellie loses uh, yeah. herself because she loses Joel. Mm-hmm. And she finally finds herself or a new self again after this confrontation. Mm. She sits there and she tries to play the chords or you try to play the chords. And then you go back to the final, one of the final scenes of the game and you see Joel on the porch and he's playing guitar. No, he's, well, he's playing guitar and then he drinks a cup of coffee and she goes up to him and she says, what have you got there? He says, coffee she says how the hell did you get that and he's like i had to trade for it but it's not bad and then joel loves coffee he trades anything for it as you find out in like one of a small collectible scene mm. a one a dialogue a throwaway dialogue which also, you still remember. i think ellie likes space right and ellie likes space and also joel was trying to read about space and you see it on his nightstand did you see that nightstand on his yeah. nightstand yeah I even, oh, in his house, I didn't yeah. know. So Mate, there's a, so many details. I love. So he was he was trying his hardest to understand about space so they could talk about it together. Oh, that is fucking heartbreaking. That's crushing, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. I'm so I'm surprised you didn't know that. That's that's one of those things you wouldn't know unless you saw it. I saw. I tried to see in many things, Jay, but there's so many details. There in is this way game, too mate. many like little things. That that I was actually impressed by. I was like, Jesus! Like he oh actually went god. to that length to like understand and you know talk to her about what she enjoys and some deep shit revelations occur through through flashbacks throughout the story and you find out that ellie goes to the hospital and she finds out what joel did and she says tell me what the fuck happened or i'm never i'm leaving jackson if you tell me what happened i will stay in jackson so joel says you were going to die if they wanted to produce this cure, something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, yeah. I stopped them. 
and she says, yeah, kill the I'm doctor. going back to Jackson, but we're dumb. Mm. And as far as you know, they don't speak for like two years or something mm. like that. Yeah. So then she goes, she, this is the first time she's kind of talking to him, right? And they've just had this argument at the dance. This is just after the dance. Yeah. And she's like, I can never forgive you for what you did. My life was going to mean something and you took that away from me. Yeah. And Joel says, mm-hmm. if I was back in that moment and had a second chance, again. I'd do it all over again. Yeah. <sighs> and then she says, <clears throat> I can't forgive you for what you've done, but I'm willing to try. Yeah. And they're both, you know, and that's the last thing she says to Joel. Mm-hmm. Apart from this, the death scene. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, it's just the most emotional thing I've ever seen. Okay. It's, so about, um, about the end scene again. Yeah. The the fight. Do you think uh, Ellie should have killed Abby? No. And why not? I... I just want to put that out there, Jay, quickly, that a lot of people have been... Well, <clears throat> some people have been saying that by the time they finished the game, they felt more for Abby. Incorrect for me. Yeah, I never say. felt more for Abby than Ellie at any point in the entire game. A YouTube commenter put it the best. I never loved Abby or grow to love Abby. I just stopped hating her. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And by the time I was... Uh, drowning Abby, I was like, yep, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. As soon as you see the Joel image, you know that it doesn't need to happen anymore. Okay, see, I'm I'm surprised you thought that that quick. I can't explain it, Jay, apart from that's what the game spoke to me. What I've heard from people saying, you know, the justification of why Ellie didn't kill Abby, what's your justification for it? It's a difficult question, Jay, because I'm not, sure I'm, can... it. <laughs> I'm not sure I can put it into words. I think I can. Uh, I can try. Go on. I can think. I think I know where you're coming from. I think. I don't even know where I'm coming from. To be right. honest, from what I've heard people say, the reasoning for it, it's it's mainly to do with Joel, uh, as he obviously killed many people to get, well, you know, how he to get to where he wanted to be, and to protect Ellie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Ellie saw Joel as this person who was more forgiving now and was willing to not do that kind of stuff anymore. So Ellie wanted to do the same and to be able to forgive him, she had to then, you know, go by lead by example and do how he was trying to be at the in the end. Yeah, I think you've you've probably summarized it better than I could, Jay. I, yeah, I agree. I'm outside of it, that's why. I've I love <laughs> this because I've had a similar thing where I've been inside of a game so much that I can't even tell you why. But I know it's in there. You, it's you. I think you knew that probably subconsciously. You just couldn't get into words yet because you're not outside of it yet. Definitely. I and my initial thoughts were, oh, it's because she can kill her. That's why she doesn't have to. Yeah. But then I, mean, I was like, a, an equally as good uh, argument to make. She knows she like, can, but yeah. because she wants to not. It might also be that she doesn't want to be as evil as previously other people have been to her. She wants to sort of. Not she. Or I think I guess at this you know it come from this too. She knows that Joel's karma came back to him, so she doesn't. She doesn't want the same thing. 
she wants 100%. to now live the rest of her life without knowing this, having this weight on her back of having killed someone who was just trying to do this, the same thing as her, which is, you know, avenge her father, essentially. Yeah. And I just wanted to say quickly that the reason I sum- me and Jay summarized that ending scene was because important. <laughs> it's important to the whole story because 100%. the story is driving you to the point where you think, oh my God, Ellie, you know, those were the last words to Joel. That's why she's angry, blah, blah, blah. But I I think you summarized it best, Jay. I think she she understands, like she forgives, she forgives herself for not, you know, saying bye to Joel, I guess. And, um, and that last scene is really unbelievable. And I guess she uh, could empathize with Abby knowing that, you know, having someone killed doesn't mean you need to get revenge necessarily. hundred percent. And yeah, Abby shows her, well, shows her mercy. She's, she says she's really. done. She bites her fingers off. <laughs> well, yeah, but only Ellie makes her fight, right? She's yeah, like, guess, yeah, she yeah. threatens Lev, is it? Um, she yeah, threatens, Lev, yeah. threatens Lev with the knife and, and Abby's like, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm dragging on a lot, Jay. So I apologize, no, but do you want, do you have some questions that you really want to ask me about the game? Um, or that you some thoughts that you have? Perhaps I've, I've more, asked most of them. Another one I want to ask you about was, which I guess you've kind of already answered, but the deaths of the other characters in the game. Okay. Did you think they were too sloppy or not necessarily sloppy, but too quick, too quick, too, too, un, you know, ungreat, unhonorable, un, un, un stuff like that. Good question. It's difficult to justify the brutal killings of the last. I think of I can actually know. answer this myself. I want to, I, if I may. I think what Good. I, I okay. think the best way to answer that is probably that it just shows the harshness of reality of how things aren't always going to go perfectly how you want them. They'll, you know, people can easily get killed just by a gunshot to the face, you know, exactly. It's just as easy to get gunshot in the face than it is to, uh, for any other kind of death. It's just, you know, harsh, brutal, the way the world works, revenge, vicious, you know, the stuff, you know, the way people think about things. I don't, Abby obviously wasn't thinking too much. She was just thinking survival. She needed to survive. Jesse was in the way. <laughs> Tommy was in the way. So just shoot them both in the face, you know, it's easy. Once you've done it before, you can do it again. I think that was actually what Druckmann said about, he wanted to get his point across was he wanted to show the snowballing effect of violence, essentially. Mm-hmm. He wanted to show that how it's easy once you start killing people and start getting enough revenge and, and you start on this train of violence, how easy it is just to continue that pattern and to not have any remorse or empathy or love or, you know, towards any other. You just want to keep killing until you get your way, which he's definitely made that bloody point very evident. And I think that's probably why he ended it in such that way. He ended it in a way of he knew Ellie was better than that, so he wanted to show the audience that Ellie was better than that. Definitely. Right, I guess you know. Yeah, you made you made a great point. I I just make a little a small addition that it's difficult to justify the brutal killings of the last of us because of how so. how honourable the killing of Sarah is in the first game and how mm-hmm. that's probably the best death death scene ever. Mm-hmm. But like you say, Jay, it's the brutal universe, and also most of the deaths you see twice, and yeah. actually from both perspectives there is a little bit of reflection allowed there but like you say i think ultimately is it is very much a you don't get to cry for jesse abby's about to kill you yeah so 
it's brutal, but I think the deaths that oh, it sounds horrible, but the deaths that really, really, really matter, I think they do give you reflection on. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, and I'm trying to think. There was something I was going to say. Uh, oh yeah, something about like so. I guess you could compare this a little bit. This might be a bit of an odd comparison. But with how when superheroes don't kill people, they just knock them out. Okay. And also, I guess you compare it again to like Robin Hood, you know, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. But in this in this in this sense, it's killing people to survive, right? It's kill or be killed in this world. And I yeah. think he basically the story is just a symptom of the situation they're in. Yes. Right, like if you you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily have made those decisions if you weren't in that situation. If the world was normal, and it, there were still laws, and there was still you know a functioning society, and there was no infection, Joel would have never have died that way. Abby would have never have you know nothing like this would have ever happened because of the situation they're in. Think different, you know, things have to go differently, and it just so happens they end up a bit more vicious and a bit more violent than they would have done if it was. If there was no infection, so I think if anything, it's just more of a symptom of the situation they're in than anything else. I agree and disagree with that because I agree in the sense that no, I disagree because I would say that the feeling of a parent to a child will always be that strong. But then yeah. I agree with that because you could argue that that's, that relationship is stronger than ever because of the universe they live in, because of the um, yeah yeah while they live in. So maybe. But I, I generally think that you're absolutely right, Jay, in that, that none of that would happen. But I think that Joel would still feel as strong for his child as he does for Ellie, if that if that makes yep, any I, sense. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I think it's just sort of like the Wild West, really, isn't it? Like, you know, anything yeah. is anything is possible. There's no there's no necessarily law. You set the laws for yourself. But other people don't have to follow what you set for your for yourself. Exactly. Like you might be a good person, you might not want to kill people, but they're definitely going to bloody kill you. Don't you worry. Yep. And a few standouts for me, Jay, in terms of the story and reflection. Uh-huh. Ellie's revenge was constantly justified because Joel did that to save his child, and Ellie's doing that in her way to save her father. Yeah. And that's, I think, a great parallel of their actions. Yeah, they're both and Abby, somewhat Abby has. And Abby has the same parallel. And yeah. the only way you can even begin to f- feel any kind of empathy towards Abby is for her to experience the same thing. And I still prefer, I mean, I mean I've got to be does, honest. She doesn't, right? She does because a lot of her people die. Well, her father doesn't. dies. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Her father dies and yeah, um, but... Joel kills him. So yeah. I guess ultimately the question is who, who I think why people have, have a more of a problem is because they think Ellie and Joel matter more than Abby and her father. When in sure, reality, or they feel just, more for them. It's just two it's just two sides of the same coin. Correct. It's Abby and her father on one side and it's Joel and um, Ellie on the other. It's just the the audience tends to care more for Ellie and Joel because they've been with them longer. Correct. Whereas we I think the main problem was people hadn't been with Abby I think obviously that's what they were, you know, Naughty Dog were trying to get. They were trying to get to that point where you feel a bit more empathy for Abby, but nobody really felt that much empathy for Abby. They just didn't. They didn't love her. They just didn't hate her as much. Correct. But, I but think, to be fair, I yeah. think that's a. 
I wouldn't expect anything more, especially from the person who killed Joel, at least from my perspective. Yeah. Because like you say, Jay, we feel less hate towards her, but we're all I'm I'm Ellie and Joel till I die at this point, you know? Yeah, I think people maybe need to remember that, I guess. I think they're just pissed off that it isn't all bloody, you know, sunshine Ellie. and rainbows, I guess. I think it's difficult because, again, that's a hard thing to do to play as the character who killed Joel for half the game. It's a difficult thing to do, and it's an even bolder move to do it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think people hate it a lot. I think a lot of people dislike that because they cannot relate to someone who's just killed one of their favorite characters. Yeah, very true. And that early on, too. Yeah, and I think the game is trying to tell you that this is not black and white. You will not enjoy this ride because we're showing you that it's not as black and white as you think it is. And I think a lot of people have a lot of trouble with that. I think a lot of people have a hard time comprehending. (laughs) Yeah, problem with it, Jesus. A lot of people have a hard time comprehending not having a good versus evil battle. However. I think Ellie and Joel is the good side in terms of you care more about them. And I think that's shown that the developers know that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have finished it with Ellie, with that scene, with Ellie and Joel. They absolutely know that they're number one. Or at least I think they do. That leads on to my next thing, which is I think a lot of people are annoyed that they now fear the unknown of what happens next, right? So we end on the scene of we don't know if Ellie ever found Dina again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we imagine they do. We don't know mm-hmm. if Dina forgave Ellie for leaving in the first place. We also don't know... Well, we, we kind of know where Abby's gone now. Yeah. Because it alludes to it in the end credit, or like the end main menu Main scene, menu, right? yeah. So yeah. we now know where she's gone. She's gone to Santa Barbara. No, there's some other... The other Catalina, Catalina Island, where the fireflies yeah, are supposed to be like reforming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think what a lot of people now are afraid of is that the next game isn't going to involve Ellie at all, if there is a next thing. I think people are either scared there's not going to be anything, or if there is going to be something, it's not going to be how they want it to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. I are you see... that or no? Does it's that diff- worry you? I see this part two as a conclusion to the story. I However... <laughs> However, a lot of people thought part, Last of Us 1 would, would never have a sequel, so it's very difficult to say, Jay. I, they can always write it in a way that makes it seem like it was always meant to be two acts or three acts, so I really couldn't say. But as far as my experience with the story, this feels like a conclusion, and I'm more than happy to imagine um, Ellie and Dina you know, eventually. Yeah, living the rest at- of their lives. Yeah, they wanted to, and I just think they can't put that in the game because it's too happy. To be honest, I think that's probably why. Um, and also, I wouldn't be surprised if the DLC was playing as Abby and Lev uh, See, yeah, this in, was uh, in the island. Was, I, I, would you be annoyed if the next thing that comes out to do with the Last of Us, if there is a, a next Last of Us at all, whether it yeah. be you know a year or seven years from now, would you be annoyed if it was just about Abby and Lev, and it was now the rest of their story? Let's would assume you that it, you know. Would you care enough to enjoy that mm-hmm. bit of entertainment? Let's assume that it's highly possible that Naughty Dog could do another Lost Legacy here and make like yeah, a, a Miles Morales, a, a Miles Morales type double A game in terms of size and um, length. I would not 
particularly want to play that game. Okay, let's say it's... So you wouldn't want to play it if it was Abbey and Lev. I would play it, but I wouldn't necessarily want it or want to play it, if that makes sense. Okay. Now let's say it's uh, an addition to uh, Dina and Ellie's story. Would you want to play it then? You just... You can't. There's no way. You know, hope... Imagine that it is just that with no I'm Abby saying. and Lev. Okay, 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 okay. There's no Abby, there's no Lev. It's just about what's happening with Ellie and Dina. Would you want to play that? A thousand percent. Okay, now imagine you've got the two mixed, where it's both of their stories and they actually intertwine at some point. Or maybe yeah, they don't intertwine. Would you play it then? Happy, happy to, to do, do that. that. So you're happy with Abby still being involved in any way? No, no. As long as Ellie, as long as Ellie's involved. Okay. Yeah. See, I think a lot of people have a problem with having to compromise, or the maybe the the idea of having to compromise with having someone in there they don't want and having someone in there they need to have. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I think that's where the ultimate, ultimately, the anger comes from. The anger comes from not wanting something but being shoved and forced to do something they don't really want to do. Which you know, any human doesn't want to do that. Oh yeah, and I completely understand why they wouldn't want to play as Abby for twelve hours, and I do think she is a less interesting character than Ellie. Though we have to explain that we are talking about some of the deepest, most <sighs> fleshed-out characters in all the video games here. Let alone, mm. well, most any story really. Um, but I would never. I struggled. But I carried on. Yeah. So are you happy with that? Or would you have rather have not struggled at all? No, no, I'm happy with the struggle. Okay. It's it's like... See, are you content with ha- it? Or are you just saying that because you know it's already happened? No, no, no. It's, it, it's like... It's like running a marathon. Uh-huh. And then someone's like, okay, you got to run it backwards now. And you're like, what what but i've just run it you're just telling me i've got to go all the way back the way i came but i don't want to go back there i just run it i just did it and then okay. like not only that but like you got to run it with your mum next year or something right yeah and then you're like oh no that sounds awful and then you do it and you're like oh this is a whole new perspective i get well, it now do you mean it's like just different not necessarily you didn't want to do it but you kind of had to do it Right. The only time in the game. Yeah, but I was I was happy to see where Naughty Dog was going to take me. Okay, but is that an opinion of someone with a bias towards the game as a whole, or just someone who's objectively looking at something? I never. The only time I felt that I didn't want to play it was when you are trying to kill Ellie. I died at that point 10 times because I fucking refused to play the game. So does does that, you having that feeling annoy you or are you glad that it happened? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just down. They were bold enough to give me that ride. Where else would you ever, where, where else would that ever happen? See, I guess that's where the main issue is then, isn't it? Right there is whether you're the kind of person who has issue with that or, or accepts it because of who made it. Sure. Yeah, I think that's where we can agree or disagree then, I guess. No, I think you're right, Jay. You've, pro- you've probably spot on with that. Well, no, I mean, we can agree to disagree about whether no, no, yeah. that should no, or I... shouldn't have been an issue, right? 
I think you're spot on that you either you're either happy to experience the ride or you know you want to get off because you're not enjoying it yeah okay that's actually like a really nice cherry on top a little bow tied together that's really nice I like that yeah and I guess that's where people need to look at it from then I guess isn't it you can either you can say well I enjoyed it because of what it was or you can say well I'd rather get off now yeah hundred percent and you you don't have to play the game (laughs) so i guess that that then leads on to well is this a 10 out of 10 or is this a 6 out of 10 because of those reasons because you're you're either going to get a 6 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 you're not going to get anything between i've just maybe you can help me here jay i'm having a really hard time yeah understanding I've, i've got to be very clear about this jay if i didn't uh like playing as at abbey for for 10 hours i would have said so yeah um so i really am i i i feel that i'm pretty i'm getting more honest with myself every year and cool. i'm fairly i think we're both fairly honest with ourselves in terms of be, how much yeah. did we yeah we try to every day try to be because that is a missing art right of, of mm. being human about, yeah buddy hell people like themselves every day right yeah, and <laughs> and so i i have to be honest jay when i what genuinely genuinely when i first saw some of the reactions i was shocked because i i struggled to comprehend as a gamer how you could not respect the bold storytelling and places that you didn't want to go but you went anyway yeah i'm still i'm genuinely still trying to decide how i feel about it because I'm, I can understand where people who would enjoy this kind of thing are coming from and how much it would annoy me uh, you know, to and not to be annoyed at the fact that they may have you know, forced you to do something you didn't want to do, whether that was bold or maybe you just you don't. I mean, because you, 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 say, it. you say it's bold, but others say it's brass and annoying, right? <laughs> sure. Bold and brass is a very fine line between bold and brass. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's difficult for people to say they're on the bold side when they want to be on the brass and vice versa. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a very fine line, and I still don't know which side of the line I'm on. I, I can't, I can't justify uh, saying either or. I have to be in the middle. It's, just, it's so difficult to pick a side. Well, I'd say Jay, you can't until you've played both games. I've got to say. I feel like I can. Objectively, I can. Subjectively, I can't. Okay, you absolutely can. I would recommend you play both games before you do, though. Yeah, I know. See, I, I know would... what you mean by that, but I don't think you know what how. I... Oh, it's really, it's really hard to like explain this. Uh, what's the best way to explain it? Wouldn't it be like? Wouldn't it be like voting, <clears throat> voting for one of two politicians? Right, yeah, it's like that a lot. Actually, but like, you you know what they look like, you know how they speak and what they talk about, but you don't actually know their policies. You've never read the the the, uh, the policy paper. Okay. So bad example, I guess, but that that's kind, kind of, of yeah. like I you know you know what either, happened. Either answer is a lesser a lesser of two evils, right? Because no, if no. you say bold, it's an evil statement. If you say brass, it's an evil statement. Well, that's true. Good point. But I was yeah. thinking more like you know what happens, you know the story. But you've never played it. Mm. It's, it's yeah. I still don't it's know. If a I can whole, agree with it's that. a whole it's different. It's a whole different experience. Because that really does like sh- that, that. That saying 
that really like tells other people your political stance, doesn't it? Like agreeing with whether I am on the bold or the brass side tells a lot about someone. If you say bold, it mean it probably means you're a lot more forgiving of something. Whereas if you say brass, you're a lot more opinionated about something. Uh, I see your point. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I honestly, <laughs> I honestly, I'm I'm afraid of. If I give you an answer, I don't think I. I genuinely think if I give if I told you either or, I I don't trust myself enough to know that I'm being truthful to you, to you or not. Sure. Does that make sense? Like well, maybe I, we just maybe you, we just leave it. Is that yeah? That's kind of how I want it. I kind of like love the fact that it's open ended like that. Yeah. Because if, I, if to. I told you I agree with you, I don't believe myself, and if I told you I disagree with you, I also don't believe myself. Yeah. And I'm, Let's I'm just really leave it in the middle. That. We'll leave it in the middle. It's so much nicer to leave things in the middle. But then again, nothing really gets answered, I guess. But no one, no one can do anything about it. You Not have, really you can. have, you have your thoughts, Jay. Maybe I've got to be honest with you. When I heard whispers yeah. of a bad reaction from some people, yeah. I immediately went to bisexual relationships and yeah, transgender. Yeah, I was transgender, to say that. Yeah, and the transgender. Uh, well part of the story conversation yeah storyline story plot mm-hmm. um is you're you, you know you're fairly tuned to the internet is oh. there been reaction to this yeah yeah i think a lot of people are blaming <clears throat> that's the right word a lot of people are saying that the bad reviews it's getting are due to misogynistic racist oh, I see. And, or hyper, homophobic uh opinions <laughs> God so um, it, it's not that people are generally genuinely annoyed about you know those things it's that people don't like the game and then other people are saying oh it's because it's got lesbians in it yeah so people are blaming other people for being they're basically <laughs> accusing other people of being misogynistic <clears throat> and or homophobic and or racist which i don't think is the sole reason i think it's definitely part of the equation it's just not a very big part of the equation do you think it's part of the equation? Oh, 100%. You, if you deny the part of the question, I come into question <clears throat> of your politics, really. Sure. Or of your sure. view of the world. If you look at this and go, there's no misogynistic people, there's no racist and yeah, or homophobic yeah, yeah. people who have played this game and gone, I don't like it because of this reason, then yeah. I think you're a bit blind to the world, essentially. Sure, sure. I think it's definitely there. It's just not as big as people are making it out to be. I think the majority of the ratings it's getting are because people are annoyed about how the story played out not because of the way the characters are i think there's definitely people who do feel that way or it might be a good like combination of those things yeah because people are still coming to terms with the lgbt community and whether it's whether they think it's right or wrong they might yeah. they may not even be they might they might think it's wrong but not for the same reason that actual homophobic people think it's wrong they might just fear the unknown right Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or just are very aware of the pros and cons of what comes from a change in sexuality you know we still don't know the lasting effects of being straight or gay essentially we don't know where the end goal is nobody really knows because we're never going to get there we're not going to see it happen mm-hmm. so i think people just fear you know what they don't know and also like if you're not used to or if you're not in that world and you don't like seeing it, then you're not going to be happy about a game that might be one of your favorite or most anticipated games of all time, and it happens to be quite heavily involved in that subject. Like, imagine being someone who doesn't like that subject much, 
just would rather not see that in the media or in any entertainment that they know they're going to enjoy but it just so happens to be in one of the things they're most looking forward to that year can you imagine how much your opinion is going to change of that thing probably quite heavily so i don't think it comes from an, a place of hatred as much as what people are saying it does i think it's just lack of you know you're allowed to not like things just because you don't like them you know you might have had a bad experience with that particular type of person or you may have never even interacted with that kind of person but you just don't happen you just happen to not enjoy what they do you know i just i, I think a lot of people are saying that it's coming more from a place of hatred but i think it's more a place of apathy the opposite of love is apathy not hatred mm-hmm. yeah it's much different apathy and hatred uh, there is a fine line but it's a line that's quite distinct once you know which side of, of it you're on yeah would you agree with any of that <laughs> would you, what yeah, do you man, what's your take on what i just said what again you it is all said, hearsay what i just said is all hearsay it's all you know i i pretty much agree with what you just said jay i think it's a small piece of the pie and i think you've got oh, to be yeah. it's a it's a small you, piece but a very loud piece of the pie that's the problem yeah. very and loud and those things, those those things, and people exist, and you have to acknowledge that. And I do. Yeah. The biggest heartbreak for me is that it's around this game. It's a, an absolute tragedy. We're going to see it a lot more, though. We're going to see it a hell of a lot more. What? Sorry, let me clarify, Jay. What I meant was, you know, if God of War Two has a gay character, does that just mean all of this political nonsense is now going to surround the game? Because I don't no, get rid of get rid of the fog, get rid of the cloud. Let's talk about you know how amazing this game is and how everyone should play it and yeah. and now now with the combination of I own these characters and I I don't want the story told this way to I don't want to see a lesbian couple or a transgender character or transsexual I I don't yeah. know um all of this fog now surrounds the game and now to your first point, Jay, I think it's going to take 10 years for people to really understand how important this game is. I don't think those kind of people necessarily uh, don't know how... I mean, some of them probably don't know how important it is. It's just whether they care enough to think it's important. Again, apathy is like the main point of this. If you're apathetic, it means you don't care about whether... I mean, you care enough to not want to see it but you don't care enough about it being progressive or it being um, going anywhere that's going to make it uh, more seen or more uh, globally accepted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I yeah. feel like if you're apathetic towards something, it can mean a million different things. But I think in this instance, it means more to do with you'd rather not see it, so don't have it in this thing, please. And that's why yeah. I'm angry of it. That's why I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed because I'm seeing it and I'd rather not. And there's no way for me to not see it unless I don't play it. But I want to play it because it's one of my favorite games. You know, it's, it's a very like, it's a very abrasive, very, you know, butting of the heads of, oh, I absolutely love this story when it was first told. But now it's become something I, it's now mixed and entwined with this thing I am mm. apathetic towards, you know. Like, can you imagine mm. being apathetic towards a game that you love so much? That you're just that you're now the the end result of those combinations of things, you know. The end the the end result is now just disappointment. So you play the Last of Us Part Two and you're homophobic, and suddenly you don't want to play because even though you love the first game, you love these characters, you uh, 
you you don't you know you don't enjoy the lesbian so you stop playing is that is that kind of what we're what you're saying uh yes and no yes there obviously are people who are homophobic who played this game who enjoyed it but are disappointed but no because i'm specifically saying just more to do with apathetic people rather than homophobic oh, okay. people you can Got be you, both right. you can be both homophobic and apathetic and not be homophobic and ha- ha- uh, apathetic so are you saying apathetic towards like life or uh no just the gay people oh i see okay okay yeah you may not enjoy seeing it but you know you'd rather not see it in the things you enjoy and that's not a crime to say you don't want to see something you don't want to kill the gays you just want to not see them in your entertainment you know i've got to be honest jay i've always thought that you can have whatever thoughts you want and opinions you want as long as you don't abuse other people uh, i don't see why you know you should be forced to think something else what do you mean well if you're homophobic yeah right if you don't abuse any gay people and you yeah. accept and embrace all civil rights yeah and you don't do anything harmful i, yeah. I don't see why you would need to change their mind per se well yeah that's, that's i think that's i think we agree on that do you mean yeah. change the mind of the apathetic person? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. You don't necessarily need to change their mind. I think the only reason why people don't like people who are apathetic towards this subject is because they believe apathy towards a subject is uh, is abusive. Yeah. They see it as a form of homophobia. They they can't they can't think that someone who's apathetic towards a certain thing doesn't mean that they're not hate you know uh, have any hate yeah i understand yeah 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 you can yeah. be apathetic it, and not hate something like a bit like i i think there are probably a lot of religious people who don't agree with yeah they're called gay, atheists <laughs> <laughs> who don't agree with gay couples but they're not going to go out you know despising them etc yeah they're not going to go out saying go away from here you know i yeah, mean they exactly. might they can say i mean yeah, there is a fine line. I feel like apathetic. You could say that ap- apathy towards gay people is basically like being a silent homophobic, I guess. Which well, I think I is see... why a lot of people think that. But I don't see a problem with being silent homophobic as long as you don't in- intrude on other people's rights. Yeah, I mean, it's just I think people are, it, people are afraid that they'll turn from silent to non-silent, right? But I don't. I, I again, I don't think all apathetic people are silent homophobic. I think they just don't enjoy seeing that style of yeah you know, diversity in their in their entertainment it's just a thing they you know they can enjoy or not enjoy it. it's up to them but i think the problem that people are having is they can't get over the fact that they now have to not play this game to be able to feel that they have to play it and also feel apathy towards this type of person and yeah. they don't want to do that they don't want to have to be like that but they have to do it a lot more nowadays it's becoming it's becoming more prevalent yeah yeah it's a it's a weird it's a very weird time to be in honestly very strange thing. Jay, have you have you got any more questions that you yeah, I guess we could you would give, like to go like, through? Uh, not really. I mean, that's pretty much it. I just want to know what your stance on the whole thing was, really. And I think I've got a good idea. But again, the... I'd love to ask you. I mean, I'd actually, I think I don't need to even like, talk to you about it a month from now or a year from now. I, th- I don't think I, I could. I don't want to change your mind because obviously I have no need to. It's just I don't think your mind will change that much. From what I've heard you say over the last hour or so, I don't think I'm you'll sh- ever change your mind about anything that you said. I'm sure, Jay, that the 
overwhelming effect the game has had on me will die down in a few weeks. Yeah, there is no, there is no doubt about it. That, that that core of the whole thing will stick with you just because you've you've stuck around long enough to be able to enjoy it, right? And I think like, you're not apathetic towards gay people. No, I'm not. So you, no, you have I'm no not. reason to hate the game. No, because you also no. believe that the story is good, and you believe the graphics are amazing. So you have you have nothing to base hatred or apathy towards this game in any way. So you're allowed yeah. to feel that way, obviously, as in the same way that someone who's apathetic towards this game is allowed to feel that way. It's just people would rather not they be so vocal about it. I think that's the issue. Yeah, hundred percent. Because being vocal, be, being an, a vocal apathetic, just makes it look like you're a homophobic or a misogynist mm-hmm. or a racist. Yeah, and I think there's a very fi- again there's a very very fine line between the two, and you won't and just, ever know that until you ask them. That's the only issue. And just to conclude, scary. Jay, so just to make it clear, yeah. this game is a masterpiece. This is Naughty Dog's magnum opus. Okay, and you need to go play this game if you haven't. Sure. I know I've told that. The thing that pushed me over the edge, Jay, in terms of my exaggerative, perhaps some people might think, opinion on the game is that I can't remember the last time I played through a game in a weekend and loved every single second of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you it. know this, Jay, because yeah, you might I have felt similar I've to Final Fantasy just... VII Remake. But like every yeah, one, every actually. waking moment, like life is not good enough right now. I need to play this game. <laughs> you know, it's weird because I feel like that feeling. You tend, I I feel like I've I've forgotten that feeling a lot. Like I know I've had that feeling probably tens of times. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't tell you one time I've had that. I know I've had it. I just can't tell you when. I think I've had it more with films than I have games. I think that's probably why I'm getting confused. I think I have that with most films I watch, honestly. Like, I watched Silver Linings Playbook again yesterday, and I was like, yep, there's that film again. Sure. Makes Do you sense know that film? Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. I might need First to time I watched it. it was 2014, and the second time I watched it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those films you have to watch every five to ten years. You can't watch it that often. You have sure. to forget what the whole plot or like majority of the plot to then watch it again. It's that important yeah. of a film to watch. Yeah. But again, yeah. that's coming from me and not from someone who's apathetic towards people in their <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that, man. I, yeah. I, I, I have full confidence that you have felt the way I felt, but I think maybe it draws to our age or perhaps our oh, love of... We'll love be 50 video- and probably be talking about something completely different. <laughs> or love of video games that really lends to the fact that I haven't felt that way in forever and you can't remember the last time you felt that way, if that makes sense. I mean, I definitely, I think I felt it a little bit with Odyssey, honestly. What about 7 Remake? Yeah, 7 Remake, yeah, definitely. I mean, Final you, you... 13, I definitely, and 15. Honestly, all the Final Fantasies that I've played this year, I've felt <laughs> that way. Well, what about, um, you, like you said, Odyssey, you play through ruthlessly hours a, a day. Yeah, I, there wasn't a moment of that game where I was like, I'm hating this right now. Yeah. Same with all the things. I, yeah, all the Assassin's Creed, there wasn't a moment I was like, I hate this. I guess any game where you can say, it's almost like having an, listening to an album and saying there isn't a bad song. Similar type thing, isn't it? Mm. Like It might be true to you, but it might be not true to someone else. Maybe that's Just a good... Taste. Maybe that's a good way to explain to you, Jay, how I felt about playing as Abby. Mm-hmm. When you played Odyssey and you never hated any minute, I never hated any minute playing as Abby. 
apart from perhaps trying to kill Ellie. But I... <sighs> See, is that the chink in the armour? The chink is, Jay, is that I had to trust... Do you know what? This is very difficult to explain. Yeah, okay. I trusted Naughty Dog that they knew that if I was about to kill Ellie, I would never play any of their games ever again. You know? Yeah, okay. I would be that angry with them. And they knew that, and that's why eventually you get your revenge and the game ends the way it does. We've spoken before about how there is no perfect game. Mm -hmm. Would you say this is is an imperfect game due to the fact that there may be... Because, again, we know there isn't a perfect game, so there's no way this is a perfect game, right? Yeah, no way. Like, if you had to give us a score, it'd probably be 99 out of 100, right? It wouldn't be 100, because there's no such thing. I, I wouldn't agree with that, but... Oh, okay. Well, tell me what you would. Well, I would say that you can't create a scale which is never achievable for the top dollar, because... Uh, yeah, that's I, very philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know very if that scale should yeah. exist, but I, I understand your point. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's a perfect game, but I think it's one of the best games I've played, and I think it's probably my favourite game. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate you saying, and being so, I guess, honest. I'm, well, I'm, I appreciate your honesty as well, Jay. Yeah. It's weird, I'm, I'm like still thinking, like, part of my brain is like, does it really matter that we feel this way about this? Ultimately? Like, like everything at the end of the day, everything is just all you know. It's all whether you care about it or not, right? You could take many views, right? Like this is a yeah, blip. So this is a blink in the history of space. Yeah. But right now, today, <laughs> as I'm speaking to you, yeah. this game means an awful lot to me. Okay. Yeah. No, I can. I can appreciate and, that. Um, and I. Th- I think we've had a great discussion, and I think you've hopefully taking some value from from that and i can't wait jay to i almost i almost don't really want to talk about my opinions on cyberpunk i want to do a, a tgoj special goldilocks special you know the problem is we're not gonna be able to do a special for many hours after it comes out that's I'm true gonna, but you'll beat be it before me it. you'll beat yeah, it before I mean, me probably well you're probably not gonna buy it straight away are you? no i'll buy it straight away I'll buy it <laughs> oh you are okay so you're you're excited about it as well oh dude yeah no i'm really i'm really excited See, I, I, don't, be honest... like, I don't think i'm as excited about it as you are with last of us 2 okay I, I can't i can't allow myself to get that excited yet because if, if it, if <laughs> no, it ends right. up being bad in any way i have to be truthful with myself about that and also it's too far away okay here's a question for you, Nick. yeah this might be a bit too deep for you okay do you trust your opinion of that you've given of this game do you trust yourself do you do you felt like you've lied to yourself at any point no. So you think you're you think you're being one hundred percent truthful about you haven't lied to yourself about this game at all? Nope. Do you think at any point during this hour and a half almost that you have lied to me about your opinion of this? <laughs> no. See what makes me laugh about that is you could be lying to me right now about that. I could, yeah. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying it's possible. Well maybe maybe I should say that I'm consciously not lying to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> i love this it's so bloody weird to like ask this yeah so i mean like as far so as weird, i'm aware yeah. right now you know here i'm not yeah. lying to you 
It yeah. might be that I am subconsciously lying to you because I'll think about something in a week's time and be like, oh no, yeah, you're right, that I didn't like that bit. So Yeah, but then also do you I'm guessing you don't let your opinion be swayed by other people's too much. Or at all. Or do I'm you? Tr- Ooh, I love listening to other people's opinions. Yeah, but, but I do you think take any other on or do you just stick with what you got? Hmm. Now, the older I get, the more I have to be be confident in my opinions because yeah, I think I have to learn that at the minute. Definitely, it's it's very difficult because, like you said, Jay. Like as soon as I checked out those reviews, I was again shocked, yeah. and I acknowledged their opinion, but you weren't swayed. Com- I completely understood it without being swayed. If if okay. that's possible, yeah. no, I that's, don't know. That's very, I think, important to to say that. Honestly, I think it's a very interesting lesson to learn. Because I, I don't, again, I don't know if I, if I ever look at a review or something, whether it's that my opinion is then swayed of it at any point. I could give have, an example, but I imagine it probably has happened before. When you have your opinion, Jay, yeah. how much of it do you think is formulated from you and from other people? Yeah, see, that's I don't know honestly. I'm kind of worried it's too much to the other people. Because I would say that you know for whatever reason you you like to hear other people's opinions to help formulate your own and that's not a bad thing right yeah. it's like it's a survival aspect isn't it like how yeah. do i build fire oh i'll ask five <laughs> people instead of one because that's you know asking one is higher probability of failure right and um, you're also more likely to get the correct answer from the guy who's already done it once yeah exactly and rather than the guy who hasn't even tried but at some point i think you just have to you just have to trust yourself and just know that this is how I feel about this game or, or this thing, right? This is my opinion of it. And that's why I love it. Like I told you, I didn't really like Groundhog Day that much. Ooh, you loved yeah, it. Okay. I love Did it. You... I can't get enough of it. Well, me saying wrong with it, 100%. And I'm, I'm very truthful about that. Well, me saying that, does that immediately make you think like maybe this film isn't as good as I think it is? Hmm. You think... So you say you're saying you don't enjoy the film as much. I think I'd have to know why you didn't enjoy it, and then that may or may not sway me. Just give me a few examples of why you didn't like it as much. I got what the film was saying in half an hour, and it's two hours and like two hours long. Yeah, I can agree with that. I actually agree with that a little bit. And it is quite funny how long it goes on for, and then it gets really, really dark. And well, not that dark, but like no, fairly just dark. realistic. Yeah. Like, truthfully like yeah realistic i guess yeah and and i also thought that the film was telling you the lessons he had to learn very immediately from the first time it repeats Uh and then you realize that actually no there was just all these other things that we never saw on screen about how he had to save all these lives and eventually he he does it and he gets it and he is a better person but oh, what the main the main problem I have, Jay, is that when he wakes up from it, he's not even that excited. Yeah. Okay. But, oh, yeah, see, that's, that is where I guess I'm probably pretty confident then that what you just said didn't really sway me. There you go. Oh, that's so strange because I I can understand someone who's saying that it it's a bad storytelling to show that he wasn't even that surprised by it. But then, if you looked at it, I guess if you looked at it from a different side of him being so fed up that he couldn't even give any emotion, you could say that it's actually better writing than if you'd written it the way you'd originally thought of it. Hundred percent. 
Yeah, it's it's too much of a. <laughs> it's, oh God, it's way too much of a thing to think about, huh? But see, I I I think that I, to go back to Last of Us too. I think I can definitely look at this game and go, there's so much that's very clever with it that if if the idea was to, you know, can for Neil's I you know his main vision to be portrayed, I imagine he probably did what he thought was the best way to get there. Others may disagree. Others may agree, or maybe even think more than he thought about it. But it's just at the end of the day, it's whatever you feel of it. Just as long as you don't make other people feel shitty for feeling a different way about it, I guess, right? I think that's ultimately the the good person in all of us is just don't make other people feel shitty for think for saying it's either better or worse than what you think it is. You don't need to convince other people. You don't need to preach what you're saying, essentially, right? Exactly. Which I don't, I don't want to do. I don't want to preach to you, oh, by the way, I don't like this as much game as you. Be like me. I'm not preaching that at all. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think, know you're not preaching the opposite. You know, I know it's the same thing. I think there is a difference between us discussing things and debating things and me and you going to like a club and we talk about the last part two and they go, nah, shit. I was like, hold on. Do you, really? Is that what you like? Yeah, no, definitely bad. Anything you say is wrong yeah see the best thing you say is just to be like well we can agree and disagree that's literally to end that conversation you're just like yeah agree disagree and then live on the rest of your life and not worry about that conversation ever again (laughs) yeah but like like you say jay i I think both of us take the point of like oh my god i'm so glad you like that you know as much as you do i wish i liked that as much as i yeah i'm definitely coming from a place of i wish i could enjoy this as much as you do i just don't i just don't and there's no reason for you to want to change my mind on it, and there's no reason for me to want to change yours. Because at the end of the day, it's not really, you know, it's important to you and not necessarily to me. So, yeah, agree or disagree. Oh yeah, and <laughs> I, I definitely don't feel you like I. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's just leave it there. Might drop. Yeah. Might drop. <laughs> I love it. Agree or disagree. Agree or disagree. Go play the last of us part two.